Welcome to uh, the reincarnation of the Starty Strength Podcast. This time it's a video podcast. And uh, if everything works according to plan, we'll be bringing you these little things from time to time. I uh, don't know about a regular schedule right now, but our, our aim is to work toward some kind of regular schedule for the podcast. Uh, I suppose we should solicit your comments and suggestions as long as they're not stupid. Okay, so just keep that in mind as you make comments and, and suggestions. Okay, now today we are talking to our friend in Los Angeles, Coach Paul Horn. Paul is the only starting strength coach in Southern California, and uh, as a result, he's very busy. His his day is full. He's doing very well as a starting strength coach, and, and today what we're going to do is talk to Paul about how he got where he is and exactly what the hell he's doing now. Paul, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, sir. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, about your journey from uh, uh, vegan hippie weirdo <laughs> to manly starting strength coach? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. I was a, uh, I guess we'll start with the vegan part. I was a 165-pound vegan back when I was about 18 and did that for (laughs) about two and a half years. Um, You know, it was one of those things where I was uh, in college and very impressionable and uh, read a couple books and had a couple hippie professors and just didn't really know any better. So uh, who hasn't, you know? Yeah. So uh, but when I was 20, my uh, one of my best friends convinced me that maybe going to the gym would be something I enjoyed. And uh, so he took me to the gym and we started doing a bunch of silly stuff, lots of tricep work and things like that. And, and stuff um, I was we having, all did when we right. went to the gym, sure. Sure. And, but I was having issues with cramping in my muscles. They were seizing up a lot. I was getting all kinds of just weird tension in the muscles. And That's uh, because you were getting muscle bound. <laughs> too big. Yeah. So uh, he kind of pulled me aside and told me, you know, look, if you're not eating any protein or any real protein, then you're just kind of wasting your time in here. And so ended up with a sitting down with a can of tuna fish and, you know, cleared my schedule because they always tell you when you go back from not eating meat to eating meat or any kind of animal products, you might get sick. And long story short, I felt better after that can of tuna than I I felt like I was on drugs. You didn't get sick. No, I I was bouncing off the walls with uh, with energy and and, and just realized something was missing. So and that's strange that the food that humans have been eating for the past <laughs> three million years didn't make you sick. No, no, it was quite the opposite. And uh, so just you know went from there to eggs and chicken and beef and you know full on carnivore mm-hmm. again. Came and, back uh, to uh, the fold, as it were. Yeah. And then ended up really just enjoying the gym. You know, it was still we were doing stupid stuff, you know, anything we could get our hands on from T Nation or, you know, bodybuilding magazines, things like that. Stuff most people do when they start. And uh, so I did that for about almost 10 years. And, you know, 
again, not really knowing what I was doing, but enjoying the process and seeing, you know, changes made to your body. And, and so, so you were a vegan like 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know anybody was that dumb 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, the idea of Southern California. Okay. I, right, right, I right. So, uh, anyway, I ended up, uh, you know, ended up really getting hurt. And, uh, I had to, I, I tore my labrum. Uh, I think it was from bench pressing incorrectly. It, it was either that or from jujitsu. I don't know for sure, but, um, Hmm. And, you know, got to the point where I couldn't do push-ups without being in a lot of pain and wasted, as we Southern Californians do, wasted a lot of time with acupuncture and massage and, and all kinds of silly things. To, it's required. Right. And then eventually got an MRI and, you know, they said, well, acupuncture is not going to fix a tear. So, um, Isn't it crazy? I, yeah. <laughs> so ended up uh, having the surgery and with my arm, you know, in a sling for three months uh, started looking for, you know, well, how do I do this correctly? How do I do this without getting hurt? And that's when I stumbled across starting strength and picked up the book. And when I, I couldn't go to the gym, I couldn't lift. So I just started reading it. And about three months later, they cleared me to lift. And I went back into the gym with an empty barbell and just started the starting strength program, you know, with a 45 pound bar and realized within about three months that I was close to outlifting everybody in the gym. Now, this was at a time when, you know, no one was wearing weightlifting shoes. The squat rack was always empty. The guys with the cutoff shirts were spending their time over by the dumbbell rack. And so I'm going in and these guys are coming over and, you know, like, what are you doing? Every time you come in here, you're squatting. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I read about this and, and I'm going to try it and we're going to see what happens. And, and then three months later, they're coming over like, can you tell me a little bit more about this program? We, because we were starting to move some, some serious weight at the time, what I thought was serious weight. So, um, you know, from there started coaching kind of just helping guys understand the little bit that I knew at the time. And, uh, Eventually, my wife sent me to the seminar in Wichita Falls as a Christmas present. To uh, she knew I was a, I was a what big a, fan. I what a sweet girl. <laughs> she's a very sweet, and um, she knew I was you know a big fan. You know I live in L.A., so we have Gold's Gym out here, and it, you know people make pilgrimages out to to the Mecca. And uh, this was a little bit of my version of that. I got to come out to your gym. And and meet you and hang out with some some guys and do the pro or do the seminar, which was fantastic, and uh, ended up passing. Came home, and my name went up on the the coaches registry. And within a matter of a month or so, I started getting emails from people. I found the book. I'm looking for help getting through it or understanding how to do the lifts. Can you help me out? And I, I didn't really have a place to work with these people. Um, you know, I was training at a normal college gym and, um, so ended up kind of punting on it for almost a year, really not doing much other than working with a few guys at my local gym, but not training anybody very seriously outside of that. And, uh, so I think a year later, you had the very first 
Starting Strength Coaches Conference. And I, I believe the first time it was about 95 bucks to go. So I said, what the hell? And went back to the gym and met, I mean, all of the coaches. And it was, I mean, that was kind of the, the game changer right there. We saw... Andy give a Andy Baker give a talk about how he runs his business and I remember sitting in the audience and just kind of doing the math because I had always thought if you wanted to work in the fitness industry that meant you work at 24-hour fitness as a trainer and you make no money and it's just not a sustainable business or or sustainable job if you want to have a, a career and yeah, and unfortunately, that is the uh, that's the normal fate of uh, your bachelor's degree exercise physiology major. That's what, right. What, what you're talking about is exactly their doom. Yeah, uh, they're pen setters at a gold's gym because that's <laughs> all that's all that they are prepared to do. Yeah, and we. Uh... You know, and so that it, it, it was just I had been lifting, you know, lifting, whatever you want to call it. I had been working out for 10 years or more. I loved it, but it just never seemed like something I could do for a living or make any money at. And, and I certainly didn't want to work at Gold's Gym. Um, but we went to that or going to that coaches conference and, and there I met Andy and he gave a fantastic talk and sort of laid out his business model. And I remember sitting there with a pen and writing down the numbers for, you know, what he charges and how he runs his group sessions and stuff like that. And just kind of had this <laughs> holy shit moment where you're like, wow, this guy's actually, he's eating, you know, he's, he's making enough to survive. Yeah. And not only is he eating, he's doing pretty well. Right. And, uh, I assume at this point you are too. Uh, yeah. the, uh, uh, move into your own actual commercial storefront gym uh, has been very successful, and uh, as we understand it, you are uh, uh, in the process of expanding that and growing, and uh, and we're in fact we're coming back out there in uh, in January for our second starting strength seminar at your starting strength gym, and uh, thus the legend Paul Horn, the legend was born. <laughs> So uh, what, do you, what do you do every day now that you're a full-time starting strength coach for real money? Well, um, I don't train myself, that's for sure. No, there's no time. No, no. <laughs> uh, that was, I've been warned about that. and uh, Yeah, that's the yeah. worst thing you can do for your own training is get in the gym business. Absolutely. Right. We've all so, found that out. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm sure it's pretty typical with a lot of the other guys who were doing this, but you know, I'm up at about five 15 and, uh, in the gym by 10 of six, we run uh, small group sessions from about six to 11. Uh, I come home and then we, uh, I, you know, handle business stuff, accounting, billing, all, all that kind of th- stuff. And, you know, little maintenance things that need to get done. And then I'm back in the gym by about 4.30 uh, for our evening sessions. So I'm there from about 4.30 to 8.30. And then if I feel like staying in the gym for another two hours, I'll stay and train myself, you know, come home, eat, go to bed, do it all again. So you've been in both ends of the business now. You've been uh, in the uh, standard fitness industry 
type commercial gym and you've owned a starting strength gym. What's what's the primary difference you see between these two business models, these two operations? I mean, it, you know, our gym, the gym that I run is set up for people to come and train with barbells. I, I don't know of a commercial gym out there that can say the same thing. There's all, you know, I have more squat racks in my 2000 square foot space than I think the three big gyms in my area combined. Yeah. It's a, uh, uh, it is interesting that you can build. (laughs) It always fascinates me. I have been in 200,000 square foot lifetime fitnesses that have less barbell equipment than you do. It's yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing how much money you can spend on silly bullshit if you just apply yourself to the task. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And my operation right now is, is fairly small. You know, I have somewhere between 40 and 50 clients. And uh, I know them all. We, we have a very personal relationship. I see them two, three times a week. And uh, they're all getting stronger. You know, that's the other thing is they're, they, to some degree, have learned to trust me and trust the process. And they know that when they come in, it's, you know, we're going to have a good time, but they're going to get to work and, and we're going to, we're going to see where it goes. We're going to always be striving to get them a little bit stronger. And to briefly summarize the process for those of you watching that are terribly unfamiliar with what we do, We concentrate on progress on about six different exercises. Exercise selection is not the variable we manipulate. When we come in, when you come in to to Wichita Falls Athletic Club, you come in to Horn Strength and Conditioning, what happens is the squat goes up five pounds. The deadlift goes up five pounds. We don't invent a brand new way to do anything today. We teach the methods of basic barbell training, and then the variable we manipulate is load, and everybody, as a result, somehow gets stronger. And uh, it's, uh, it's been my experience that when you show people a month's worth of training and their squat has gone up 60 pounds, this is, uh, this does a terribly good job of convincing them to stay for another month. And as a result, uh, I think you're probably doing pretty well, aren't you? What are the benefits yeah. of being a starting strength coach? I mean, from a business perspective, it's it's pretty clear. And you know, I own a segment of the market and that was not being served in a in southern in all of Southern California. So for me, I have a very clear message that I'm giving to the marketplace. Um, I, I get a lot of comments about people who find me through search engines and they're they're they'll compliment my search engine optimization or something like that and uh like i've actively gone out and (laughs) you know tried to manipulate google to but really what i did was put up a website and tell people what we're all about and lo and behold they can find me they optimize the search themselves isn't that interesting (laughs) exactly and that's been huge you know to you know it i don't need a lot of clients to be successful and and we have a huge market here in LA the books very popular um, the internet 
as one client told me, the, the best thing about the internet is it, it will tell you what the best is for everything. So if you want a toaster, you go online, the internet will tell you, here's the best toaster, buy this one. And fortunately for, for me and a lot of the other starting strength coaches, the internet has decided that if you want to start this journey of getting stronger, starting strength is the way to do that. And so they go online, they find the book, they look for a coach. I'm, if you're in LA, you're going to find me. And it's just been, I do very little marketing um, other than just word of mouth. And it's been, it's, it's been fantastic. Well, and it's and fun. In, in your situation, you get to write your own ticket too. Right. Uh, right. The, the demand exceeds the supply. And uh, a lot of people have found this that are operating starting strength model gyms around the country that uh, they make pretty good money. They make pretty good money because the product is not available anywhere else at the level in which it is found in a starting strength gym. Uh, all of our coaches, again, for those of you that aren't really familiar with, uh, with our situation here that are uh, possibly looking at, at starting strength for the first time on this podcast, uh, all of our coaches before they can even take the written part of the exam for the starting strength coach examination, all of our coaches have been evaluated first and primarily on their ability to coach this material. Uh, a starting strength coach certificate is not a weekend seminar. Uh, the weekend seminar is the culmination of their preparation for examination as a starting strength coach. We do not pretend, as virtually all other certifications do, that we can generate a coach in a weekend. Our job at our starting strength seminar is to evaluate the people that come through the door. Those that are already starting strength coaches are recognized for that fact. And everybody else just learns. And as a result, anyone with our credential can coach this material, absolutely can coach it, or they don't pass. And Paul's very good at what he does. He's out in Los Angeles, and once again, we will be in his gym uh, on, I think it's January 15th, 16th. Is that correct, Paul? That's yeah, 15th through 17th. 15th, 16th, 17th. Mm -hmm. uh, this, uh, we're, we're talking here the 1st of December. This uh, will be in January 2016, and if you're uh, still on the fence about whether to go, uh, Paul, why should someone come to a starting strength seminar? <clears throat> well, I would say, you know, if most of the people that are there have had some exposure to the material and are at some point of their of, of working their way through the program. So if you're if you're interested in getting a a much deeper understanding of the material um you just you can't beat the experience of being there um on top of just the lectures and and, and the analysis of the lifts having five starting strength coaches and you there to evaluate you know your technique is absolutely worth the cost um i know when i did mine i came home and had to rebuild my squat and i thought i was doing pretty good for the general population, who the, the casual trainee, um, it's just a really fun educational weekend uh, and kind of jumpstarts your own training. And then for the other group, the, the people who want to be starting strength coaches, 
this is really your only op- opportunity to do it. I mean, this is the only option for getting your credential. And and even if you don't pass, which because I mean, I know our pass rate is very low, which for, I low. thought that. I used to think that was great, but now I'm trying to hire coaches and there just aren't any. So. <laughs> just, it's hard. To, yeah. When, when demand exceeds supply, things get kind of weird in terms yeah. of price, that sort of thing. I loved, I loved being the only guy in L.A., but now I, need to, I can't take someone from Equinox and have them coach a squat. They just no. don't know how to do it. Because they don't know how. No. So uh, how. what happens uh, when a new member joins your gym? What can they expect on the first day? So day one, uh, we always start the same way. We're going to come in. We're going to talk for a little bit about, you know, what they're looking for and, and kind of go over the, the nuts and bolts of, of our approach to training. And then we're going to show them how to squat. We're going to spend about half hour to 45 minutes teaching them how to squat and finding their appropriate starting weight. We're going to work our way up in small jumps until we find something that's a little difficult. And we're going to call that day one. And then we're going to write that down. And uh, from there... We'll, we'll go to the press and we'll do the same thing, find out where they are on the press. And usually if it's a weekday session, that's about as far as we get on day one. If, if they come in on the weekends, we'll, we'll throw the deadlift in and do the same thing. And uh, we send them home, they eat and sleep, and then they come back two days later and we do it all again. We show them the bench press, we go over the squat and deadlift again, and we just go from there. It's a process. So who uh, ends up being clients of uh, Horn Strength and Conditioning? Uh, Have you got, ha- uh, is like, uh, is Brad Pitt one of your clients? I mean, <laughs> we, no, everyone's at, at, concerned about Brad. Is, is he one of your clients? You know, everybody who, when you talk about Los Angeles, everybody has an idea of what it's like. We're either in the middle of uh, a war between the Crips and the Bloods, or we're up in Hollywood with hanging out with all celebrities, uh, LA is huge. And, and my little pocket is filled with very normal, regular folks. So normal, um, regular commercial real estate developers. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Regular trillionaires, right? (laughs) We, we have a good mix. We've got a lot of, uh, you know, we've got a lot of (laughs) Southern California. Uh, We've, we've got, like you said, the real estate developers. We've got a lot of software developers. This is sort of a hotbed for the tech industry now. And uh, it's I would say it's a pretty normal group of Californians. <laughs> um, no no <laughs> celebrities <laughs> yet. Oh, I like that, Paul. Uh, so, uh, well, we'll just, we'll just take that for what it's worth. So... Uh, Let's circle back around. Uh, I know you've got to get going. We're going to uh, be in your gym January 15, 16, 17, 2016. If you're seeing this podcast after that date, come to startingstrength.com and find one uh, that uh, more appropriately fits your schedule. Uh, and if you want to get a hold of Paul, how do, how do, how do people contact you at Horn Strength and Conditioning in Los Angeles? The best way to do it is just go to the website, which is hornstrength.com. There's a contact form. You can contact me that way. Contact him today, ladies and gentlemen. It'll be uh, the first step in an extremely valuable journey that you will take. Paul, thanks for being with us today. Paul Horn has been our guest on this number one podcast, and we'll be back soon. And uh, we thank you for watching.